This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good evening, everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch Hashem. We're continuing in Daf Hashavu Masachti Yavamas Daf Kuf Yud Chesam Lebeis Home Stretch of Haisha Shalom, the Woman of Peace. Okay, we Daf Kuf Yud Chesam Lebeis says the Holy Mishnah Kiddush. Somebody married one of five women, but he was so orangutan and Yavamis or whatever other Masech that he was learning, he doesn't know one from the other. He says, it's like, he, it's like he's picking out an esrog, you know. He, he, he's, he's, he's trying to be Mekayma Mitzvah, but it's not like he could tell the difference. So, and now, Kolacha Soimera Soisikidesh, each one says, you married me, you married me. So noisin get lochalachas viachas. He has to give a get to each one. Uh, Rashi says there's another eitzah. The other eitzah is that he could just marry all of them, but it's not you know how he can't afford it. But if he if he wants, so he could do that. So each one says you married me. Noisin get lochalachas viachas. He gives a get to each one. Umeniak suba mistalik. He puts the suba down between them, and he he, he departs. And uh, he says, you guys fight over the 200 zuz, not my problem. I owe 200 zuz. So here it is. You each say it's yours, so fight it out. Leave me alone. That is the opinion of Reb Tarfin. So Reb Tarfin says that you give a get to all of them, because you might be married to Sarah, to Rivka, to Rachel, to Leah, to Bila. However, in terms of the Ksuba, you have one obligation, so put it down and you walk away. Reb Kiva this is not extricating yourself from sin. Basically, you're not covering all your bases here. You have to give it a divorce and a kesuba to each and every one. Okay? That's the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva is, uh, he likes to cover all, all bases. Rabbi Tarfin says, look, I have one responsibility, I'll execute that responsibility, and it's your, it's your problem, not my problem. Rabbi Kiva says, no, it's your problem. By the way, Everyone agrees that in Rav Tarfain, if you want to be Yaitzim Yidei Shamayim, you got to give a Ksuba to everyone. But Rav Tarfain holds, to be Yaitzim Yidei Adam, I only have to put out one. Rav Kiva says, even to be Yaitzim Yidei Adam, you got to give to all of them. Okay. The Mishnah continues. Gazal Echad Mechamisha Ben You stole from one of five people. You don't know from who? Kal Echad Oimer Oisi Gazal. Each one says, you stole from me. So, you put it down, you walk away, and it's their problem. This is not extricating yourself from sin. Until you pay up to each and every one. So, we have two cases. One is a case of marriage, one is a case of stealing. Now, in the marriage case, you didn't do anything wrong. You married, nothing wrong with doing Kedushin. In the stealing case, you did something wrong. Rabbi, Rabbi Tarfin says, you do what you got to do. You can't make everyone happy. Rabbi Kiva says, you got to cover all your bases. The Gemara points out that the two cases in the Mishnah are not really consistent because each case has two, ver- two possible ways of saying the case. In case A, it could be you did Kedushin, Kesef, to one of five people, or you could have done Bia to one of five people. So the Mishnah says, Kidej Katani, Bo'aloi Katani. It says you married. It didn't say you had relations. 
if you would, if you would have had relations, that would have been inappropriate to be bayal, be inappropriate to mekadesh bebia. Gazal katani. It says you stole where you did uh, something wrong. Lakach katani. It doesn't say that you uh, you bought. I bought something from one of five people. I don't know who. I don't know who I have to pay. I didn't do anything wrong. I purchased this item from one of five people. I don't know who it was. So it's like the first case you didn't do anything wrong. The second case you did something wrong. And we're going to see, well, the Mishnah is not going like anybody. Because there are some opinions that they only argue... Meaning, the, the two par- the cases that would be most parallel are Gezela and Bia, where you did something wrong in both cases. You stole or your Mekadesh Bia. Or, parallel would be Kidesh, where you did Kedushin, and Lakach, you bought. But, the fact the two cases in the Mishnah are not consistent. Now, we're going to see. Some Tanoim hold that Rabbi Kiva and Rav Tarfin only argue when you, do some, you did something wrong. Only then Rabbi Kiva says you have to cover all your bases. But Kidesh or Lakach, everybody would agree you don't have to cover all your bases. And some say they only argue if you didn't do anything wrong. Then Rav Tarfin says you don't have to cover your bases. But if you did something wrong, everyone would agree you have to cover your bases. So basically the Mishnah, the Gemara is going to point out, goes like nobody. Says the Gemara, Mani Mas Nisen, who's the Mishnah like Loitana Kamala Shimon Ben Alazar? Not like the Tanakam, not like Rosh Hashanah Lazar, the Tanakam went to Nebraisa, Rosh Hashanah Lazar, Oimer. Now, mind you, there's a Tanakam on Nebraisa that we don't know what he holds, but Rosh Hashanah Lazar says, Loi Nechleku Rabbi Tarfain for Rabbi Akiva. Tarfain and Akiva don't argue. Al Shekidei Sha'achaz Mechamesh Nashim, if you didn't do anything wrong. Well, you did Kedushin, but any of day is a Kiddush. So in that case, everyone agrees, Shemeniach Ksuba B'Dayim Mastalik, you could just put the Ksuba down and walk away. What do they argue about? Al Shabal, if you did Bia, if Tarfin says even then you could do your part and walk away. Rabbi Kiva says no, when you do something wrong, so they, according to Rabbi Shimon Alazar, they only argue when you did Bia. So uh, already, clearly the mission is not like Rabbi Shimon Alazar, because he says if you did Kedushin, everyone would agree, you could just put it down. And he adds, They don't argue if you just bought something. Everyone agrees, You could just walk away. When do they argue? When you stole, like our Mishnah. Rav Tarfan would say, you could put it down, like the like he says in the Mishnah, Mustalik. Rabbi Kiva Amrat Shalom Gezela, until you pay up everyone. So, Rabbi Shimon Elazar says they only argue by Baal and Gazal. Now, the Gazal is consistent with the Mishnah, but the Baal is not consistent with the Mishnah because he says when you did Bia, they argue. But if you would have been Makadesh, everyone would say you could just put it down. So the Mishnah is not like Shimon Al-Azhar. And <coughs> the, now the Gemara is Madayik, Midukamar of Shimon Al-Azhar, Bekidesh, Vilokach, Loi Pligi, from the fact that Shimon Al-Azhar says by marriage and taking, they don't argue, Makhlad the Tanakama Sarah Pligi. That means the Tanakama holds 
They dafka argue when you didn't do anything wrong. But if you did something wrong, everyone agree, you have to cover your bases. But the Mishnah is not like anybody. The Mishnah that says they argue by Gezela and by Kidesh, well, according to Rishim and Elazar, they only argue by Gazal and Baal. And according to the Tanakhama, they only argue by Lakach and Kidesh. So it's not like anybody. Says the Gemara. No, it is. You know who the mission is like? Ra'i Tanakhama, if it's a Tanakhama, listening Kidesh Lakach, then it should say, where you did Kedushin, or you bought, not you stole. It should say you did Bia v'gazal. You know what Kiddush means? Kiddush v'bia. Bia is a type of Kedushin. I'm saying you all know that. It could be Mekadosh v'bia. You know, even though when you see Kiddush, you don't think that way. You think you did Kedushin in an authorized way. But it means parallel to Gezela, where you did Kedushin in an unauthorized way. Now, here's the question. Why do we have to have two cases where the person did something wrong and we have the exact same achloikas, Kidesh Babia and Gazal? Why do we have to talk about both of these cases? Now, just to point out, Kidesh Babia is an act which is unauthorized rabbinically and Gezela is a biblically unauthorized act. So the Gemara says... Tana kidesh l'adiyacha koicha de Rabbi Kiva. It taught the case of kidesh to teach me the chiddush of Rabbi Akiva. That what? That even though you you violated a rabbinic uh, prohibition, the afagav the isur drabanan of it. Even though you only violated the drabanan, kanis we knas you that you have to cover your bases. So it taught the rabbinic case, the case of kidesh bebia, to teach me the chiddush in Rabbi Akiva. That even then you have to cover your bases. Tana Gazal etod Gazal the Yachad Kachadur of Tarfain, the Afag of the Yisur Da'iraisa, Avid Loikanes. That even though you violated a biblical prohibition, we don't knas you. Ready? Home stretch. I mean, is it a home stretch test? <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> After today, we have another four weeks of the Mesech uh, This Mishnah discusses the following principle. That basically, we know that a woman's belief to say her husband died. Even though she, they left and she was married, so she was we believe her to be Oikar, that presumptive status. But in general, we don't believe a woman but we believe her if she's not changing her chazaka. But we do not believe her to alter her chazaka. That's the principle of the next Mishnah. A woman and her husband, they went to overseas. <clears throat> and they went with their son. So they went with their son. She went in a presumptive status that should her husband die, she would not be Zakak for Ibam. Ubas for Amra, she came back and she said, By the way, Mez Bali, my husband died. 
Vyakrachmesbani, and then my son died. I'm not Zakuk for Yibam. Because my husband died, we had a son. Now Manu, she's believed. Because when she left, she left with the Chazaka that if her husband would die, she wouldn't be Zakuk Liibam. So she's not trying to be Oikar Chazaka, so we could believe her that that's the story that first her husband died and then the kid died. Let's say, well, actually, first my son died, then my husband died. And I'm Zakuk for Yibam. And I'm not a married Lashuk. I want to be Miyabim. I want the Yavim to be Miyabim me. Now, a woman's not believed to allow herself to fall to the Yavim. She's not believed. She can't live with the Yavim. She can't live with the Yavim. She's not believed to say the kid died, then her husband died. However, we have to be... Why is she not believed? Because maybe she loves the Yavim. She loves the Yavim. Her husband didn't know how to drink. The Yavim knows how to drink. And she likes the guy who knows how to drink. So she loves the Yavim. And we can't believe her that her, uh, the son died and then the husband died. However, we can't just let her marry Lashuk. The Lidvareha. Maybe we don't believe her. Maybe she'll love the Yavim. But we also have to be Choshesh that Taka, her, her son died and then her husband died. And therefore, she has to get Let's say she left childless. So she left Becheskas Yibam. And she said, by the way, when I was in, uh, when I was in Hawaii, Niten Li Ben, the Medina's Hayam. I, I got a son. But let me tell you the story. Basically, she left childless. So she left with a presumptive status that if her husband would die, she would fall to Yibam. She said, by the way, when I was in Hawaii, I had a kid and he died. And then my husband died. She's believed to do Yibam because she's not changing her status. Meis Bali, let's say she says, my husband died. So she left childless. She said, by the way, I had a kid. But let me tell you the story. My husband died and then my son died. In an amenis. She's not believed because she left with a status that she's zakukliyibam. So maybe the reason she left with a status that she's zakukliyibam. So <clears throat> she says, my husband died and then my son died. In an MS, we can't believe her. When, because she wants to ruin the Yibam, we say, no, we can't let her, we, we don't believe you. Why don't we believe you? Because you left Zakuk Yibam, and you're not never to mess that up, because maybe you hate the Yavam. You don't like his glasses. However, still, we can't let her do Yibam. Let's say a woman left without a kid and without a Yavam. By the way, my husband got a brother when we were in Medina Sayyam. 
But let me tell you the story. Amra meis bali v'achar keis meis yavami, or yavami v'achar meis bali. Now, man, she's believed. Basically, she says, either my husband died and the, then the yavam died, or vice versa. Bottom line is, I'm not, there's nobody for me to do yibam to. She left without, 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 she left in a status that she would not be zakak libam, and she says, irrespective of the fact that a yavam was born in the interim, he's no longer around, she's believed. Next story. She went on a family vacation. Those are the most dangerous. Never go on vacation with extended family. No, that's not a halachic principle, but it, it doesn't end well in this particular case. Halcha hi ubala she went on a road trip. Her, her husband, and the Yavam. Her, her husband, and the Yavama, they went to Medina Sayam. So she left. With presumptive status, she would fall Yibam. Amra, she said, Meis Bali, my husband died. Ve'achikach Yivami, or Yivami Bali, e'nen amenas. She'ein o'yishun amenas, lo'ymar Meis Yivami. A woman is not believed to say, my Yivam died, she'atinase, that she should be able to get married. Again, if she had a presumptive status that she was not Zakak Yibam, she could say the Yivam died. It's only where, if there was a presumptive status that she would she would be zakok liyibam, she can't say the yavam died. Veloi mesa achoisa shatikanes lebeisai. A woman also cannot say um, to a man, you know. A woman cannot say to her brother-in-law. To the man married to her sister, uh, to the man married to her sister, by the way, my sister died, I want to marry you. She's not believed to say her sister died to be able to marry her sister's husband. A man is not believed to say, by the way, Bezdin, you know, my brother died, I'm gonna, I need to do Yibam to his wife. No. Maybe he has something going with her. A man's not believed to say his wife died to be able to marry his wife's sister. Now, we know there's a halacha that you could, could appoint a shliach to accept something for you, even if that something would normally be to your detriment. Right? Uh, we know that but I could say, look, I want you to acquire something for me, even if that something seems to be for, as a detriment. However, something that's to my merit, then I don't even have to appoint you as a shliach. You could accept something on my behalf that's to my merit, even if I didn't appoint you, because zochin adam shalai b'fanav. You could be zochin something for me if I'm not there and I never gave you permission. Normally, somebody cannot receive a get for a woman unless the woman appointed that, that person. Because normally a get is considered to a woman's detriment. She loses her husband, she loses her um, support. But there may be some cases where a get is to her merit. Can somebody be zoiche in a get for his wife? 
b'makam yavam, where there's a yavam. Let's say a guy is about to die. And he wants to save his wife from falling to the yavam. So he gives the get to somebody to be zoicha in the get for his wife. <clears throat> and <clears throat> do we say, well, you know, since he's about to die, he's trying to save her from falling to the yavam. So mahu. Do we say, she probably hates the yavam. Why would she want to be tied down to the yavam? So it's a merit for her. Or do we say, look, there's a remote possibility that she, the yavam's a good guy and she'll like him. Since sometimes she'll like him. It's to her detriment. We cannot cause someone harm um, <coughs> if they're not present. So the Gemara brings a riot from our Mishnah. Typically, if a woman says, you know, my she left her, a woman, and left with her husband, with her son, and she said, look, my husband, that means she's Bechez Kas, not Zakat for Yibam. And she says, my husband died. And then my son died. She's believed. Because she was Becheskas, not Zakuk Libam. But if she says, My son died, and then my husband died, she's not believed. Why she not be believed? She was Becheskas, not Zakuk Libam. And now she wants to say she's Zakuk Libam. We don't believe her because maybe she loves the, the Yavam. But we do suspect that she's lying. I mean, she's in a case where she left with her son. So she's Becheskas, not Zakuk Libam. And she says her son died first. And then her husband, she's not believed. Presumably we can't allow her to do Yibam. But we have to be uh, suspicious that she's still Zakuk, so she needs Chalitza. So that's one case of Chayshish and Ledvaraha. If she said she was Becheskas Zakuk Libam, and she says, I had a son, and my son died, and then my husband died, so she started off Zakuk Li'ibam, and now she says she's Zakuk she's believed. But if she says, my husband died, and then my son died, so I'm not Zakuk Li'ibam, so basically, she, she left without a son. And she says, I had a son, Lina Sayam. My son died. My husband died, and then my son died. So she left the Cheskas Yibam. She's not believed to say her husband died, and then the son died. However, we do suspect that maybe she's telling the truth. In a case of her husband died, and then her son died, 
and she's not zakuk liyibam. So we're, we suspect what she's saying is correct. So the Gemara says, we learned v'choshishin ledvareh v'choletzes v'loy misya bemes that we have to be suspicious both ways. We suspect maybe she loves the Yavam, or maybe she hates the Yavam. So likewise, we can't be sure for certain either way whether she loves the Yavam or hates the Yavam. It could be she loves the Yavam, and therefore the Ged is a Chayv. So now the Gemara asks about a different case. What if the husband and wife are fighting so then you would think perhaps that it's a zuchus for the woman to be divorced. After all, they're at each other's throats all day long. for his wife where they're fighting. do we say kiven the katata? Since they're fighting it's a merit for her. or maybe nicha the gufa adifla, the pleasantness that she has, that she has. A body. She has a husband. That's good for her. So even though they're fighting, nevertheless, she still prefers to be married. Meaning, this is the age-old question. You know, oh, it's a good thing they got divorced. So they shouldn't be stuck in a bad marriage. What's better? To be divorced or stuck in a bad marriage? And even though... We'll turn off the camera for a minute. Even though all modern... Psychologists talk about how dangerous a bad marriage is. I grew up by Rabbi Victor Miller that we never break it. It's, it's dramatically more beneficial to be in a marriage where the husband and wife are fighting than not to be married. And that's what the Gemara says very clearly and the Gemara cannot say it in more uncertain terms. The Gemara says as follows. The Gemara says, Tashma da'amar lakish tav Better to be with two bodies than to be on your own. I, they're fighting and they're arguing and they're quarreling and they're screaming and they're yelling. Yeah, but they're married. Even if the husband is a short like an ant. In French we say a pusillanimous pipsqueak. The guy is like a little midget. She could sit among all the hawkers. She could sit with the, the rest of the viber and shoot the breeze. Because at the end of the day, she's married. So she could go to a wedding. She could go sit in the bungalow colony in that circle where they sit around and talk nonsense. And she's like everybody else. Why? Because she's married. I, the guy, is mamisha shlemazel shlemi Allah yitzlach. Doesn't matter. She's married. Rapapa Amar. Dinafsa Gavra Tikri Besife Bava. Even if the guy spins wool, basically the guy, you know, he sells dead insects. You know, that's the he he has a bad job. She'll call him and say, Yankel, sit with me in the in the in the front porch so that everybody could see that how happily married we are. I it's mamish a bizarre and a, a bushes what the guy does for a living. No, she's miskabed that she has a husband. Ravashi Omar, de kulsa gavra. Even if the guy has bad lineage, 
She doesn't bother him. She doesn't send him on useless errands. She respects him. Why? Because she's married. Now, <clears throat> this does not have a happy ending, by the way. Even though a woman prefers to be married to Allah Yitzlach than to be on her own, but the primary motivation for her to remain married is so that she could go around being mezana, and when she has a kid, she has a husband to be toilet on. Everyone says, well, I don't, well, who does this kid look like? She said, oh, she looks like my, my husband's great, my great uncle. Well, where? We don't, yeah, he died a long time ago. That's because it's not from the husband, it's from a different uh, guy. The reason why they stay in the bad marriage is it's, uh, it's convenient for them to have a husband to blame their pregnancies on. But uh, that's why they stay to be promiscuous. The asks, why, why is so the first one they're fighting, right? They're fighting, but still, right? Okay. The second one is his physique. His physique. The third one is his profession, and the last one is his lineage. Those are the four things that a woman find, can find problems in their husband. <laughs> and ironically, the parak ends off. After this very peaceful situation, Hajin Allah Isha Shalim. So, okay, so that's the end of the 15th parak of Yavamais. And uh, we have four blot to go. Bezos Hashem. We should have coming up one of the most the fascinating sugyas and shas, yeah, all the way at the end, of Mayim Shein Lahem Saif. Which is really a tremendous, uh, very gishmaka sugya, and Bez Hashem, look forward. Brach v'atzlacha, kol tov, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.